four days. It's fine. Shine bright like a diamond, baby. Please don't stop the music. All right, Anthony and I podcast. Welcome in for another episode. We have yet another reason why Ghislaine Maxwell is an absolute deadbeat and what she has in common with Lisa Marie Presley. Plus, is there a Jeffrey Epstein vigilante on the loose in New York? Is it Batman? Did John McAfee die broke? His widow seems to disagree with the latest reports. Uh, George Soros and Bill Gates teaming up on something. We'll tell you what that is. Eric Clapton is making some noise. Sean Hannity and Fox News doing a little bit of a 180. Sex in the City has a script leak. Spoiler alert, when we get to it, we'll tell everybody at the case they want to tune away. Does Batman make an appearance? I think so. Uh, Fauci and Rand Paul spar at each other, and Dolly Parton is still hot. Speaking of which, he's our male version of a Dolly Parton. Frankie C is here with us. You look great for your age, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> I do have a country hit. That's it's, great. Yeah, it's called Shut Up and Give Me My Truck Back. <laughs> <laughs> all right Ghislaine Maxwell is a deadbeat for another reason and we needed uh, another reason we, you know what we were struggling for reasons to not like her right seriously what do we got turns out they just published a list of the top 200 uh people in New York State who have not paid their taxes and young Miss Maxwell landed at number 47 on the list that's high that's up there because she owes $1.5 million in taxes. I, I always wonder this. Ever since I saw the movie Happy Gilmore, I always wondered how someone could owe that much in taxes. The grandma, his grandmother owed that, like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. Right. How do they not, after you owe like 10 grand, how do they not jump down from helicopters on top of your house? repel into your window and demand you pay your taxes how does it get up to one point what 1.52 million come on are you talking about christmas vacation invasion style at the end of the movie they're all right that i mean you owe 10 10 grand in taxes i feel like they come after you (laughs) 1.5 million how does it get that high i i don't even know i i have no idea it's it seems like you got to be ignoring a lot of mail i mean at what point if you're working you're someone in the irs you see that all right well they didn't pay again this time well they didn't pay again how what's the what's the line you draw where you go i think we should send someone over there <laughs> i don't they don't seem to be getting these or or i'm addressing it wrong something's wrong here well how about she's only number 47 on the list and owes one and a half million dollars like who's number one there's 46 people that owe more than that oh yeah and i wonder what their connection is to jeffrey epstein i'll tell you what we start looking at that half of them maybe yeah you live in new york right is this city or state this is state all right yeah so you're included i'm i'm included in that i don't well i'm not on this list That would be bad. But I think I think she's going to... I wonder what the... Proce- like, do you get another warrant? Uh, you know, do they send... She's already arrested. Yeah. I mean, you just pile it on. Oh, yeah, by the way, here's another charge for you. <laughs> here's the other thing. Lisa Marie Presley owes almost $700,000 in back taxes. 
in New York. How does that happen? She got that Elvis Presley money. She got the Elvis Presley money. You got, I don't know, maybe is her mom, wait, is this her mom that did Naked Gun? She's got her mom. Yeah, she's got her mom. And uh, so I'm sure the mom's getting some of the money, but I think she got a huge chunk of change. And then didn't she also get something out of the Michael Jackson marriage? I would assume. I mean, you're married unless there was a huge prenup. There might have been. They both had so much friggin' money, though. It's, but Elvis constantly is on that top of the list of ce dead celebrities who still earn. A yeah, ton where's of money. that money going? It's got to be going to her. I mean, I don't think the mom could have all of it. I mean, that seems crazy. I mean, all those Graceland tourists. Is, I mean, it's constant. And buying his music, I'm sure, still makes money. His image. And, and you know Do what's you funny about that? You, that's not even counting like the countless impersonators across the country. You have to be country. licensed. Like no. if I wanted to be an Elvis impersonator, I want to go on the road and sing his songs and dress like him and charge people money to see my show. Do I have to like buy his music and shit? Like, I don't do think I you to... do. I, I, I mean, how, how would I you could just go do it? I think you could just go do it. Now I know, I actually know this for sure because I know the guy. There's There's a guy I know who is endorsed by Graceland. That's how That's, it's built. He must be really good then. He's really good. And he, he looks like him. He sounds like him. And, and Graceland gave the endorsement. But I don't know, like, because you look at all the ones in like Vegas and stuff. And like, it, there, there's thousands. Is he the guy from Home Alone? You know that there's, an El there's a guy, there's a conspiracy theory that Elvis is in Home Alone. Get out. You never saw that? Yeah, doesn't he give Kevin directions in uh, the Plaza Hotel? Uh, it's a different guy. Oh, wrong king. Different fella. Am I right? Different king. I Same gave him directions. Charisma. Didn't want to see him get lost in New York, even <laughs> though that's the plot of the movie. Um, this guy. He's, you look like you're about to show me some, some footage here. I'm going to show you. That guy right in the middle there. That's Al Borland. That's not Elvis. That might be Al Borland, but the conspiracy <laughs> theory is that's Elvis. Like when they filmed this, he was just for some reason in the in the movie. They just think he looks like him, and I can't argue with that. It kind of does look like him, but that does look like it would be. Although I would picture him to be a little older, because what was uh, Home Alone ninety? Ninety, and he died in. I want to say no. I'm thinking John Lennon. Who in the hell? When the heck did Elvis die? Yeah, uh, Lennon died in eighty. Elvis right, died in way before that. He died seventy-seven, in... not way before. And he was born in 35. So in 90, he would have been oh, 65. Uh, 65. Maybe. I mean, that guy looks a little younger than 65, though. Yeah, yeah, that guy looked like he was in his 50s, but you never know. He could have been hiding out on the set of Home Alone. That's in probably a random right. Minneapolis airport. That's a probably true. That, that, I'm going to say, I'm going to confirm that conspiracy theory. Done. That, that's been confirmed. Confirmed. I wish we had a big stamp of con confirmation oh. graphic. You see, this is this is why people come here, so we confirm. Bigfoot, confirmed or not? Uh, confirmed. Confirmed, Bigfoot. There's enough, there's enough footage out there of that. Yeah, but I wonder. They can't all be fake, right? Uh, they can't. That's right. I wonder what they're gonna do with this. Oh, here we go. Uh, disgraced taxi king Eugene Friedman retained the number one spot on the tax cheat list for a second year in a row. Who the hell is Eugene Friedman? He, let me see here. He's been declared, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, can you guess how much he owes? 
He's number one. He's number one. Two hundred mil. No, no, you're way over. Oh, all right. Uh, seventy-five mil. Eighteen point six million dollars. Oh, that's not a huge leap from forty-seven. Yeah. He once ran more than a thousand cabs in New York. I don't think a lot of people realize around the world or even outside of New York how much of a racket cabs are. I don't know how. I mean, how people, how they're it, not, I guess people who run them are billionaires, but huge, oh, huge. It's a pain in the ass to get the medallion, the license to have a cab. So once you get one, now you can get more. So if like I just want to get a cab, the odds of me starting a cab are not great, so I go work for a cab company for a little while, and now I'm paying. Now they're just, they're getting all that money. The cabbie's not getting that money; he's just getting paid whatever. Yeah, tips and stuff. I, what's more lucrative, owning a cab thing or or singing Elvis songs for free? Hmm. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like you would have to get permission to make money off of performing Elvis's songs, no? I feel like you definitely have to. Like if I'm an Elvis impersonator, I can't go to a a venue, a three thousand seat venue, and sell it out. And... Let, let me clarify. I think you have to pay. Well, you have to pay the normal royalties that come with performing live music. I don't think it matters whose music it is. I think you could just do it. You could just do it. If it's likeness, if it's live performance, it's different than if you're actually releasing something. I mean, they could I'm, go perform. They couldn't release a, a DVD of it. So if I, all right, I'm an Elvis person. I'm putting out ad, advertisements. I'm, I'm, I'm doing newspapers. I'm putting up billboards. Elvis, number one Elvis impersonator on the best. I'm going to perform all his hits. I put the names of the songs up there. I could do that. You got to be able to do it because I, there, there's thousands of people doing it. And there's no way they're all applying for it and getting approved. There's just no way. There's no way. And it's not like I don't know. If, you probably can't say Elvis Presley, uh, but if you say Elvis, I, uh, you could probably. I don't get away think with they're it. gonna. I don't think they're gonna. Elvis who? And you definitely can't use his picture. You have to use a picture of yourself. Yourself dressed up. Why would it? Yeah, I wouldn't use Elvis's picture. Yeah. You're not gonna see Elvis. Sorry to say. There was a hilarious clip uh, that I listened to this past week. It was Tim Dillon. There's this comic who I've been enjoying thoroughly the last couple of uh, this last year. Mm. And uh, he, he was saying that he went to, he was talking with this other comic and he went to Governor's, which is right over here in between basically Frank and, and my house. Um, and um, it's, it's the comedy club on Long Island. There's, you would, there's a bunch, but Governor's is the premier That's where one. the big ones go. The big yeah. guys. Uh, Seinfeld goes there and, you know, on yeah, down. Big names. So they're there for the open mic because i guess they're just there to just grab a 10 minute spot and do a set and there they go which open mics is usually you know comedians who are just starting out and they brought a couple people and paid to be on the stage and and sometimes like you if you have established road headliners they'll come in and do 10 minutes just to get material to see how it does Did you say road headliners road headliners yeah guys who are headlining around the road roadhead right <laughs> exactly got it so i i don't know what it was but he goes i i walk in and there's a rodney dangerfield impersonator on the stage okay and they were kind of laughing at it because they're like why would you need to go and test rodney dangerfield's material like it works test if you could pull it off right i mean i guess that's what he was doing but he goes so they're they're sitting there the two real comics and they're watching this rodney dangerfield impersonator 
the door opens and they hear, oh, give me a fucking break. And they go, oh, that's kind of messed up. Like we thought it was all messed up, but don't say anything. They turn and look and who walked in the door, but another Rodney Dangerfield impersonator. <laughs> Who is mad? That That's hilarious. Was on stage oh, hell yeah. I get a little respect. Oh, that's that's tough. If you can't follow that with that, pick no. a different pick it, go to a different place. <laughs> Come back tomorrow, buddy. Where the fucking hell is that happening though? That's I've never seen a Rodney Dangerfield impersonator in my life. I don't like do an act as as him. I've seen some people do impressions, but I've never seen someone do an act. That's hysterical. Yeah, neither have I. And I just thought that was so crazy. I love Rodney. Here's the problem with YouTube, though. What's great and what's bad with it. Like, I don't have to go see a Rodney impersonator. I go on YouTube and see, see Rodney. Rodney. Yeah. Do it at any time. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for special kids, it's like, let's say your dad is a huge fan or something. You book him for, a, you know, his birthday or something like that. I could see you making, making a living off of that stuff. You know, if you're an impersonator. Like Elvis. You could just Google him and watch his performances. Yeah. But they do it and they make money. They don't, you know, they make a decent living, hopefully most of them. So yeah. uh, there's got to be a market for it. I mean, uh, you look at all the cover bands and everything. Oh, huge. 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 There, there are some cover bands that do, especially for the bands, uh, like the huge bands that don't perform anymore. Yeah, that's big like led zeppelin like there are there are bands out there led zeppelin tribute bands that make a living off of touring and playing led zeppelin music that's how you rake it in if you if you if you're a band that doesn't that does stuff that people don't hear anymore the beatles i mean there's probably a million beatles tributes but that's you can't go wrong with that that uh, people want to hear that shit live yeah no 100 percent. um we have to talk about this maybe Epstein vigilante. This is a crazy story, right. Frankie C. What the hell is this? But I got to say, uh, podcast brought to you by our shop. Hey, look at that. Shopanthonyonair.com. Grab some shirts. Uh, for we I don't know. We do, first of all, an awful job of plugging the shop. We're terrible at it. Right. We barely ever show it. We barely, we forget to put it into our little 10 minute in. What shop? Sponsor shop. spot. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, just shirts start to go on a run. Like the legalized comedy shirt has gone on a run where it's been like the bestseller for the last, like, I would say two weeks, maybe, or a week and a half. I don't even know. That's a good one. That's it's a like, good one. I like there's one with like wine glasses or something. Let's do or the beer glass. That's a good one. Yeah, there's a lot of good shit. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. We never even really like talk about like all the stuff. We just there's show, a like, lot of different products we got here. A lot yeah, of we show designs. the first four ones. Yeah, you got the different rainbow pattern there. You got the no points this round guy. There you go. The wine glass, the Starbucks cup or whatever. Yeah. The beer, the beer mug. Frank, Frank. And that is a generic coffee cup. You oh, trying to I'm get sorry. a sued? I was uh, the, uh, right. That's, that's a to go <laughs> cup. A regular. You make it in your house. Coffee cup. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Look ten, at that. Ten four. Look at that. Look at the. See, now that's quality too. These shirts are quality. Very quality. And of course, the JSABs, long pumps only. Right. That's, that's the latest in the mix. It's a beautiful thing. That's getting out. That is getting out sold by legalized comedy in the last. And, th and this is a new one. Usually the new ones do well. So, so this is a runner up. 
second place. Yeah. If you're if you're team J Sabs, step up. Because if her shirt's on sale, she's never coming back on the podcast ever again. Is that is that a fact? I don't know. I just thought I'd say it. Get people fired up by a shirt. That's good. That was a nice try. But hey, uh, you know, this supports it get you get a nice piece of clothing out of it and it supports the podcast. Two for one. Exactly. Two for one, for sure. All right, Frank, this is a crazy story. It's sad, but, you know, when we go through all the stuff that I shouldn't say it's sad. Somebody lost a life. I'm just saying. But when you go through all the stuff that we've been reading about and all this crap, you look at this and you go, huh? So an 80 year old man in Staten Island, which is the wasteland of New York. I mean, the most embarrassing portion of New York ever. And I'm the cousin Eddie of... uh like from from uh, vacation it's the cousin Eddie of the boroughs it's the Kenny Banya of boroughs it's it annoying it's there it's always doing the same thing you, you know gotta acknowledge it but yeah 80 year old guy found dead there okay uh, okay written on his chest in black marker is the phrase I touch little girls so they ruled this a homicide. No shit. Um, well, you know, the guy could have been, I could have committed suicide. And well, well, blunt his... trauma to the head and torso. Okay, never mind. So there's, there's, there's that. <laughs> never mind. Uh, uh, police are yet to publicly identify a suspect, but they believe this was in an apartment building and people in the building heard a kerfuffle. My word. Mm. Not, not the. I don't think you came up with it. Not the authorities. Right. Um, they heard a kerfuffle um, in the apartment struggles hour earlier than when they found him at 9.30 a.m. in the morning. Rainer was wearing only a pair of pants, which were down below his waist, said the neighbor, Isaac Williams. Uh, written on his chest was the words, I touch little girls. Two other phrases were also found scrawled on his body, according to police. I take dolls in my room for girls age one through five on his stomach and I touch on his right foot. His name does not appear on the online registry for sex offenders, but Rayner did have 24 arrests on his record. An 80 year old with 24 arrests on his record. Well, he wasn't arrested 24 times when he was 80, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm saying I don't even know how you get to that point. How do you get to 80? It's kind of you think you have to 15. The judge would be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what do we know what these charges were? No, no, but they were arrested. Good. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. You know, I got to say, what was that? They were trying to get like a three strikes and you're out thing going where you got arrested three times and you get put in jail for the rest of your life or a big sentence or something. I feel like it depends on what you do. I mean, it depends on what you do. But you steal a pack of gum three times, you're not going to go to jail the rest of your life. Agree. But 10 times? Can we make that 10 times? Because 10 times you get arrested for anything. It's kind of like you're... It's really good gum, though. It's not working out. You and society are not working out. 24 times. That's insane. I, no matter what... I mean, that's... Put, you got to be at least... the very. If you're not going to be arrested for the rest of your life, at least put into some kind of program... Yeah, a rehabilitation program or something, counseling, psychiatrists, uh, all that stuff. Twenty four times. All right, but so- you got to think. You hear this story, and like I, I, I heard this, and I thought, I don't, not happy, but like gives you like a hope. 
I don't know. If it's true, if what these scrawled messages say are true, then yes, you know, that's, you know, uh, happy is a weird word, but there's at least some kind of justice if those things are true. Justice. You know. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. And also... Nobody wants to ever see anybody killed, but in this situation, it's like, uh, you don't want to root for death, but you also be, don't want to be like, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a sketchy area. You don't want to be the dick that goes kill every you know but i can root for death yeah i, I, I guess some can. people that's yeah. true that's true yeah yeah but yeah, don't you think right. that this is this is a like epstein maxwell the andrew prince andrew the other guy uh the nvmt guy the the guy in canada you know like all these guys like the stories you know it's all good it's all coming to light let it all come up it's dominated by that but i'm saying like don't you think this is a reaction to that stuff or could do be, you think or, this could just be somebody he did something to somebody this person loves it sounds and, like that i mean because you don't just pick because if it's a reaction to the news or whatever it seems like a random you know why pick this guy feels like this guy got it for a reason well no i'm not saying he was i'm saying you know because of the I feel like because of what's going on in the news, it can drive somebody to be like, I know what that guy did and I'm going to handle this instead of maybe let let the law handle it. Yeah. That's a possibility. It's yeah. definitely a possibility. I mean, uh, again, yeah, it's, it's, if it's all true, then yeah, the guy had it coming. If he did, if he's that kind of guy, then good, good riddance. This is stereotyping, but 24 arrests, it feels like if he didn't have it coming for that, he probably had it coming for something else. Yeah. If what was scrawled on him was true, then good riddance. See you later. Yeah. We don't yeah, need for you. sure. Society doesn't need you. Agreed. Uh, McAfee, we talked about this last episode. We were silenced. Here's a weird thing. You want to hear a weird thing? Yeah. All right. So in the last 24 hours... Once every like two hours, give or take, my phone has been your McAfee security thing is searching for whatever viruses like once every two hours. It's like almost never does that or I never notice it. But I've and I work on my phone all the time and I never Mm. really see it that much. But today in the last maybe 24 hours, I've seen it. I don't know, six, seven times come up. We are going to McAfee, McAfee, McAfee. going to die because of this stupid podcast. All we wanted to do was make people laugh. You, and now you it's gonna fucking started this thing. You sucked me into it. Dick. You had to know I was going to be your downfall. I mean, that, that should have been apparent in sixth grade. That's kind of true. <laughs> no one to blame it myself. Not like we're uncovering anything. We're just reporting what we know, what society knows. Sell it, my man. I don't think it's going to work, but sell it anyway. We have no investigative journalists here. It's literally the two of us reporting what everyone already has reported. I mean, when you think about it, if it ain't the Clintons or the rest of the government or the the people who surround Mac, I mean, somebody. We're we're. I feel like Dunkin we're scratching. Donuts. We're Dunkin Big Donut. We're, big Donut. We're offending too many people. God. T-shirt. Big T-shirt. Big T-shirts. I mean, it's endless. Man. Uh, but I'd like to apologize for the last episode. Um, the company that we use to do this show to to that helps us operate this thing i i think it was something on their end they're denying it i don't know i was upset 
We had all, we we had an hour of lost podcast last episode. Minimum, yeah, at least an hour of that that we did without knowing it wasn't going out. An hour of an hour in which twenty minutes of it was basically Frank and Jsabs going toe to toe, throwing huge haymakers at each other. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was entertaining. I think the audience would have really enjoyed it. The audience would have like attacked me or probably me. But it was, well, either it was, way, I think it's just. By the way, uh, here's why I think it was great because it's. I think this. These are conversations that friends are having everywhere. Uh, you yeah, know? and at the end of it, Jay Sabs was making jokes that oh, that I don't like her or anything. But that's the, not true at all. It's not. It's you know we're allowed to disagree on stuff. And this argument, can I say what it was about? No, we could save it because we're gonna get. We're gonna talk about it again a little later on. All right. Well, this you know we we disagreed on this argument uh, and we talked about it for like twenty minutes. We went back and forth a few times, and at the end, well, it was about vaccines. We could talk about vaccines. It was about vaccines, vaccinated. Right. Um, so, maybe she then, feels yeah. that way because she hates you. That's possible. I don't blame her. That's fine. You could hate me. I, I know. Just, I could. I I have that feeling that might be what it is because I hate the both of you. So again, that's fine. I don't care. But. <laughs> I have my opinions. She has her opinions. I have facts. She has opinions. <laughs> and we'll we'll leave it there. Ouch! That no, she, she has her. You took a shot while I she did, wasn't I did. Here. I apologize. I retract. <laughs> that was wrong. Retract. She's not Doctor here to defend now. herself. I saw, I'm sorry about that. I retracted. Uh, McAfee. So here is the story. This is one of the stories that we covered the other day, and now there's more to it. So basically, the story was is that. He died broke. Right. He got a whole bunch of money from selling the antivirus software. Then he bought a whole bunch of houses, it says, and before the 08 collapse, and he had to sell all of them at a loss, and then basically his lifestyle from there on forward. Uh, But it was kind of an incomplete story because as it goes, as we kind of know, because the Securities Exchange said that he raised $23 million off of pump and dump crypto things, you know? So there was that part of it. But Janice McAfee is out today denying that uh, he was sad or suicidal over his finances. Um, Obviously, the whole conspiracy theory is still going. Uh, Author Mark Eglinton is the one who, you know, he was writing a book with McAfee, and he's the one who kind of came out and said that he had lost all this uh, money in the in the 08 uh, real estate market going belly up. Uh, How do you and, really know if he's broke or not, though? I mean, yeah, he could have lost a lot of money, but... Yeah, well, and again, broke, in, broke is a relative term because his broke is most people's rich, you know? If you lose $100 million and you go down to like $10 million, people would say that you you're pretty much broke. And the reason I say that is because he still had yachts and homes. Oh, you still and have to keep up your lifestyle. His you lifestyle is, yeah, he's paying body doubles. He's, he's, you know, he's on the run. He's doing all this stuff. I'm sorry, but if I go from a hundred million to ten million, yeah, I'll tighten the belt. I, I could, I can make do with ten million. That's fine. Well, and the other part of it was he was on the run on that yacht for a really long time, which you, we know is not inexpensive to operate. Somebody's got to, you know, true. you got to have people there to, to run that, and. They where they caught him, though, was in a shanty, you know, Russian crypto ran ghost motel in Spain. So it's like, why would you be there? I mean, I'm just saying I'm not saying I believe all this, but I'm saying this point is is interesting of 
why would you be held up in a motel in a shanty motel right why you would you mean? just stay on your yacht if you weren't having some issues could have been that, that what he... it was i mean i'm picturing a bungalow like with leaky roof and you know what 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 a was yeah. it a hotel? Like a nice Yeah, remember we showed a picture of it when we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I don't even remember. It was no. a shanty hotel. It was yeah. you know. But it's like, you know, hey, he could have just been there because he was uh doing a crypto deal. He could have been there the for radar. A, a billion reasons. You know, it could have been a billion reasons. But the idea that he was there because he couldn't afford the yacht anymore, certainly not out of the realm of possibility. Was he there with his wife or was he there by himself? Uh I don't I feel like the wife was there at one point, but if he only got arrested, actually I feel like they know. wouldn't arrest her. They don't need her. You know, it's not they weren't after her. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess they wouldn't have arrested her. Yeah, I guess not. Better. I don't know. Unless you're harboring a fugitive, I don't know how that works. If you're just along for the ride, are you harboring a fugitive? I don't know. I guess yeah. I mean, it's not my house. It's like I'm just there. I don't know. Uh, George Soros and Bill Gates backed a consortium to buy a UK maker of a COVID-19 test for $41 million. Consortium, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are set to buy Mologic, a UK-based maker of COVID tests, in an effort to increase access to affordable, state-of-the-art medical technology around the world, according to a statement released on Monday. Sounds good. Now, Gates haters will say that they are profiting off of the virus. Mm. You know that. Uh, are they profiting? Is that the point, or are they just? Is this a, a charitable thing? Okay, I I love that you said that because people are going to be like, "Open your eyes! These guys are profiting off. They're they're the ones out there helping spread this disease." And blah my blah blah. And my favorite comment, and it happens more often than you think, is "Wake up!" Yeah. Like is that your favorite more than do your research? Do your research is a good one, but the ones we get a lot, do your research, wake up, yeah. open your eyes. Those are good. Do your research is going to start to get you banned around here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start to make that an illegal phrase in yeah, the comments. Finger on the ban button. Here's what I say about this. Hmm. If, you, if you really want to do good, if you really want to make the world a healthier place, then right. never charge a dime for this test ever. Well, you don't. There, there isn't a charge for it to get tested. No, the U.S. government is covering the cost of getting tested in the United oh, States. There's still oh, a so cost. this is this is going to be overseas somewhere. It's going to be everywhere. Everywhere it, else. Yeah, the 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 we're picking up the tab for the tests. You still the companies that's making them is still getting paid. I mean, they have employees that are actually physically making them. They should be paid. They're working. Okay. It's a job. Me. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of back and forth on this of, again, people on one side, you know, going, look at all the good George Soros and Bill Gates are doing. And people on the other side that's just going to assume the worst of them. And my answer is, is if you really want to do this, you have an endless amount you could do this and absorb this hit for the rest of your life and you won't even notice it then do that because if you charge for this even if you're charging other governments for it 
I don't believe that you're doing this for the health of people. You're doing it for profit and you don't need to make a profit. See, this is the kind of thing where like buying the land doesn't bother me. If you're buying the land and you're making money feeding people that way, great. Especially if it's paying for something like this. But if you're always making a profit at the end of the day and you're out there going, I'm trying to give away my billions and you're only moving like five billion a year, you're kind of a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like uh, taking a rocket into space for no reason. It's like, why? <laughs> why? So you, I mean, I get that you want to do it. I get you have the right to do it. You're also kind of a dick. You know? No one's going to stop you. No one's I don't think you. you're a dick. These guys are just dick. living out childhood fantasies. Right. While their employees are struggling to take a bathroom break. You know what? I agree with that. And and, it, and that is a big issue with Amazon. And you're a thousand percent right. Some of these Amazon workers are, you know, everybody criticizes Walmart for paying their employee employees shit. And half of them are on welfare just to make up the difference. Amazon's not much better. Yeah, they have these ridiculous quotas or something that if you don't meet it, whatever, like uh, you have to meet these quotas and people work like crazy to meet them skipping bathroom breaks and, and doing all this backbreaking stuff. Yeah. And it's detrimental to their health and because they're scraping for every penny. And it's, it's fucking horrible. That's the other thing. It's like, you know, look, if you came up with the idea and you're the owner and you're the boss, you should be compensated very well. But when you are sure. making more money than you can ever spend in your life, it's time to start putting out ridiculous Christmas bonuses to people. You know, and make it a goal. Again, you could be attracting the best of the best, the cream of the crop. And I know what people are going to say. It's just people who pack boxes and drive trucks. Yeah, but you know what? There's still people who do that better than other people. You could have the best employees ever because you pay that much more than all your competitors. You're just making yourself a better company. Yeah, not only that, you're paying, you're giving people a, a wage that they could live off of. Your, your employees aren't, struggling to feed their families they're, you know they're, forget the oh, i want the best employees it's just you you're being a decent boss and making sure your your employees get paid a decent wage instead of building a rocket ship shaped like a penis and flying into space yeah i mean what 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 did that do that just blew i don't know how many millions to do that well, Where I mean, they're doing could... that for the for the betterment, the study of... of what did they study on that? Tr they're trying to get people into outer space. I understand that. But that didn't... I mean, fine. Research, whatever. That trip alone, they went up into space for a, a couple of minutes and came back down. I know that's useless, but it's... there. It's Believe me, it's progress for the Is future. Is it? We've done that already. We've done it. Everybody, it doesn't, but it's see, but here's the issue. It's got to start somewhere. And because the federal government is no it's, longer really doing it, somebody has to fund the exploration fine. I'm all of space. For, I'm all for funding the exploration of space, but not at the expense of what's here on Earth. I forget what the stat was, but there was an insane amount of things, everything from the microwave to like a hundred other things, basically modern technologies that came about because we were literally trying to get to the moon. It was like we were trying to get oh, to the yeah. moon and we wound sure. up inventing all these other things that were basically funded by the government. And it's like, I know it doesn't look like it connects to one another, but no, it definitely... I get it. I get 
By yeah. the way, this was the best meme that I saw. Credit to Jose and the Where's Anthony uh, group on Facebook that put that out. That's phenomenal. It's Dr. Evil Absolutely. and Bezos together. and That's exact, man. That's both of their rockets. That looks like, like a giant. Guys. Johnson. Get away. <laughs> What's going on? That's there? a great scene. But honestly, I mean, when you're, if I'm running a company and I have thousands of employees who are, who are living paycheck to paycheck, and then I, I, I like, all right, that's great. But I'm going to build a rocket ship for millions and millions of dollars, fly up to space and come back down, and then thank all of the people who buy Amazon and my employees for putting me up into space, for paying for this. That's a scumbag thing. I mean, I, if you're, like, if you're, NASA did it, and they have, you know, they have people working for them. They, I'm sure they weren't making millions, but I'm sure, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. Like, they did it because there was a space race going on and, and all this stuff. And then they stopped. And then this guy does it, but he has billions of dollars. Yeah, you could do it easily. But if you have that much money, wouldn't you, like, I know you have the right to, it's, it's, it's tricky because you have the right to do whatever you want with your money, but you also have employees. Like, if I'm a boss and I have people underneath me, I'm not going to live, you know, do you know well, here's the other say? thing. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Here's the other thing too. Uh, his wife, Bezos's wife, has just been giving the money away like crazy, just making him look shitty at every turn. I, I even think like her would be great if like you can go, hey, you know, but kick a little back to the employees a little bit that got you to this place. Yes, I think it's great that you donate to homelessness and all this stuff, but also like you said, take care of the people that got the you. Problem. There. You're you're worried about going into space when you have lots of problems in your own company here on Earth that aren't yeah. being addressed you know i mean maybe sink a little money into that not even you know it could be bigger than just handing someone a check it could be fixing the core problem of your company then I think then move I, on to bigger things i think the problem is is there's very few people that can be just comfortable making a good living like i think you get in a mode where i i've seen this a little bit like where people you know are happy to like spread the money around amongst their employees. Right. That doesn't happen that often. That's the problem. People get so competitive and then they just get obsessed and then you just, you lose, you just lose no, yourself. I, I get that the boss makes the most money. I get that. And that's his, of course, of course he does. She does whoever, but when you're, when you're the people underneath you are struggling day to day and, and literally just have no coverage medical, you know, and they're just, yeah, you know, at least look at that first, and then well, worry about them going. You know what's interesting? I, we, you know, it's funny that you say struggling. We're in our thirties. You know, you look at people that are in their twenties. Every time I speak to somebody who's in their sixties and seventies, the last bunch of conversations I've had, they've all ended with, "I don't know how you're surviving." All of them. And it's crazy to, to look and see how well that generation has done compared to what this current generation that's going through that that age frame it's is. Such a huge difference because back then, a family could have seven, eight kids. Just the just one parent worked. The other parent stayed home, took care of the house, took care of the kids. And they were fine. You know, maybe they didn't go have lobsters every night, but they were. Everybody was fed. I'm not saying everybody. Right. But for the most, you know, a lot of people did that and it worked. Now you struggle to raise two kids. You know, Which is, uh, yeah. And, and the thing, see, the thing is, 
it's i don't know what it is different time. economic it's 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 a lot it's manufacturing it's it's tax policies it's health insurance it's a lot of things and it's one of the big issues in our like it's it's when i see what the left wants to do and then when i see what the right wants to do it's like the answer is right in front of you go back to what we were doing in the 40s and 50s from an economic standpoint and do that all over again our trade deals stink which is part of the reason why trump got elected because he promised better trade deals the the manufacturing that we do is not enough you know we're we're losing out to other nations in those areas we're not we're the the spread of wealth is is out of whack you know i mean this is not a i'm not a aoc here but you know the one percenters really do hold it's not an issue of i'm not making a political statement here you can't have so many resources in such a little space that money has to be moving around constantly you know in order for it to to work you got student loans people can't buy like we were built yeah, off of get a job get a house spend 30 years paying your house off with your factory you know manufacturing job you know and you know you get your little vacation in you buy your car we were sort of built that way and we have vastly escaped that we're putting people now 130 got, grand in, in debt now you got to work until you're dead that's it yeah, it's a, it's a lot of things all coming together and it's not a left or right answer, which is why one of the reasons why I'm so frustrated. It's simple economics and nobody seems to be listening to the serious economy. By the way, say what you want about who's the guy, uh, Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, for all the crazy shit he says, talks about getting back to rudimentary economics, you know, in this country. I think it's part of the reason why he never made it in the Trump White House because he couldn't get it done because... Trump couldn't get it done against the establishment that will not change anything, no matter who is in that Oval yeah. Office. But I think a lot of it can be fixed once you tax. I mean, billionaires are paying nothing, nothing. And, and that's another huge part of it. That's a and huge it's, and it's unnecessary. Part of it. It's unnecessary. And Imagine it's a guy hurting. Pay, making $50 billion gets taxed 1%. But when you say this to people, especially right That's people, five hundred million dollars, right there, they all go crazy. They all go nuts. Why? But you can't. They feel like it's going to kill the economy. Over, over, they're not going to put it back into the economy. You got to. Really it's got to be a um, what's it called? Um, a, uh, shoot. I'm, I'm losing you there. Hold on. You're glitching out on me. I glitching out? See, because I'm making real good points. So I'm glitching out now. All right, there, you're back. Okay. It's got to be like a United Nations thing. Hey, guys, here's what we're all doing. They got they run to your country. We're doing it. You're doing the same thing. You know, they, they ditch United States and they want to go there. Sorry, you're going to get hit with the same taxes. You got to tax the people that are making gajillion I dollars because they're not paying I agree. their share. And they have all the you know, lobbyists, the fucking lobbyists that control everything. Won't, why would they want to ruin their own little party? Shouldn't be lobbyists. Get rid of lobbyists. I don't even know why that's a thing. That's just, it seems like mafia, but legal. Which is why a lot of people say that you can't fix an issue in this country until you fix campaign finance. Until you have campaign finance reform, you're, you're not going to fix 
Ugats, as the Italians Ugats. Like to say. Ugats. All right, Clapton. All bullshit. Clapton. His his more Rank. bullshit. Clapton is saying. By the way, Clapton, huge. Um, I I think I want to say anti-vaxer, but he he I believe he got vaccinated. Oh. And he said he couldn't use his hands for like weeks. But here's what he. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. But here's what he. But he does have a disease, too, or something that uh, is also affecting his playing. Anyway, this is what he said. He says that he will not play concerts anywhere where a proof of vaccine is required. Boris Johnson, UK prime minister, said vaccine passes would be required at clubs and venues. So Clapton came out and says, well, then I ain't playing if you're going to require people to show a vaccine pass. Well, I don't know why. I mean, I'll never understand why vaccinations are a political issue. I don't get it. Either you want to be safe from COVID or you don't care. That's the issue. Why is this a a political issue? I mean, why? I don't know. Just either either you want to get it. You want to get the vaccine and you want to, you know, have if, if you get COVID, it won't be as bad and et cetera. Or you don't want the vaccine and you don't, you're not worried about COVID. You don't care and you don't want to if you spread it, eh, I spread it. Those are the two issues. Why it's not a political. It's not left or right. It's not this leader versus this leader. It's being vaccinated, not being vaccinated. Why is it red or blue? I don't get that. I don't think it's right or I don't think it's a right or left issue anymore. I just think it's I don't is think it? it is. I don't I don't think it is. I think mostly I'll I'll generalize. This is a generalization. I think most people who want to get or have gotten vaccinated are on the left, and most people who don't want the vaccine are on the right. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm wrong, but just from my perspective uh, that's what i've seen i could be wrong i, could be I will off. i will agree with what you just said but i also feel that there are plenty of people on the right that have gotten vaccinated yes absolutely my whole family most I, of I, them are on the right and they get vaccinated they got vaccinated oh they must hate you how do you what are they like, they, they don't watch the podcast the do they? shit out of me do they i guess i don't know <laughs> I don't, we don't really speak anymore because the people who are on the <laughs> I wouldn't know they stopped talking to me. Because <laughs> like the people on the right who comment on on the show do not like you at all. I know that for sure. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like their fearless leader, Trump. Give me a break. Well, here's, the, here's what's interesting about this, which kind of leads into the next topic. Fox News has done a 180 on the vaccine. Of course they have. And... I find this really interesting because like you like to to piggyback on your statement, I would say most people on the left are vaccinated. And I would say if anybody a lot who, of people on the right are, too, because it's not 50 50. It's like sev- we're at like 70 something percent of Americans. Right. That are vaccinated. Exactly. Proving pr- you proved it. That's it right there. If the country split 50 50 and 70 percent of the country's yeah, got a vaccination, a lot of Republicans are. Vac- it just goes to show. You, yeah. But I will say it does seem like the most people who are not vaccinated are on the right. I would just say a majority, from our perspective, a majority of the unvaccinated are Republican versus Democrat. Again, there's going to be Democrats that are unvaccinated as well. Certainly. Certainly. But I would say that for sure. Uh, Hannity made news the other night 
by dropping this statement. You know what? Let me bring it over Let's to the, the phone statement. here. I was, yeah, it's, um, oh, let me, I'll play it for you. We have audio? Okay. Yeah, I got audio of it. Um, this is what he said. And the reason why it was so important was because he has not said this. And what's so hypocritical, I, I'll tell you what's hypocritical about all of it in a second. Yeah, let's play it. Because the thing with this is, is, and this is why I say it's not a right-left issue. Trump, who's on the right, got vaccinated and said, got get vaccinated. vaccinated. Right. Told everybody to get vaccinated. However. Help fund the vaccine, get the vaccines off the ground. You know, it's all that not stuff. a Trump issue. I don't think it's a Fox News issue. You look at the Tucker Carlson going on. And, oh, they're not forcing me to, to stick a needle in my kids or whatever. It's like, that's not the issue, you jackass. I mean, he, there's people on Fox News who are against, who have gotten vaccinated, by the way, and are saying, oh, I'm, you know, you, you have every right not to be vaccinated. You shouldn't have to, which, yeah, you do, but don't, you know, don't get vaccinated if you don't want to. It's like, that, that's the problem. The, the Fox News is predominantly viewed by the right. That's, I that's have, who uh, they're talking to. I have proof of that. But here's what, here's what I'll show it in a second. Here's what Hannity had to say. The other night, this is John. It's like we've been saying, please take COVID seriously. I can't say it enough. Enough people have died. We don't need any more death. Research like crazy. Talk to your doctor, your doctors, medical professionals you trust based on your unique medical history, your current medical condition, and you and your doctor make a very important decision for your own safety. Take it seriously. You also have a right to medical privacy. Doctor-patient confidentiality is also important. And it absolutely makes sense for many Americans to get vaccinated. I believe in science. I believe in the science of vaccination. So, Rich. And now, now enough people have died. Now. Huh? Now enough people have died. Not when the vaccine came out. Now. We're, we're at the point now. Okay. God, just so we know where the line is, where Sean Hannity thinks it's enough. Now we've seen enough deaths. So I don't know if he has ever said it. I'm sure he has said it. It's been a really long, vaccines have been out for a year. I'm sure at some point in the year, I, you're very angry right now. Let me finish this. It's, let um, me get through this statement. I and, love that he's telling people to get vaccinated. I love that. All right, let me get my, my statement and then, and then you could say what you have to say. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, is I'm sure in the last 365 days, he has probably said this before. Predominantly, the message from Fox News has not been this. And it's not been an anti-vaccination stance. It has been more about reiterating the fact that you have a choice. Okay, which there's a, there's a difference. Now, if I'm the editor-in-chief of Fox News, I am saying I would not choose that course of action. I would put numbers and facts out there all the time. Fox News has not done that and instead has reiterated to people that they have a choice. Now, obviously, they have a choice. You know, everybody has a choice on whether or not they want to take it. When you're constantly reiterating the fact that you have a choice, you don't have to do this, you're kind of virtual signaling not to do it. Is that, is that a fair statement, Frank? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much 
He basically has turned a corner. Why? What motive? What all of a sudden switched him to say this? I don't know, but I know that it was because again, and, and okay, to be totally fair, because I believe in this, I haven't really seen a lot enough of Hannity to have a judgment on him per se. But what's coming out of Tucker for sure is not this message. And what's coming out of Laura Ingram is is far fucking even worse. I have never she's amazed me in this time period. Like she and and I understand it because all these people are total selfish bricks. And she's in third place on that network. She's on the outside. So if she's trying to gain ground or, you know, hold her stance or, you know, do her part in the Fox News thing, she's got to take the biggest swings. You know, it's the reason why OAN and what's the other one? Newsmax are saying the craziest shit because they're trying because Fox is, is king. They've got the most viewers. They're, they're, there's no network that is doing better than them in the ratings. And there's no show that's doing better than Tucker and Hannity. That's their one and one A. You know, those are the guys that are leading the charge for them. So she's on the outside looking in as far as in-network goes. And the other two networks can swim away saying all sorts of crazy shit because they got nothing to lose. They can only go up. And that's what they're trying to do. You know, when you're, you know this, Frank, when you're the third morning show in the market, you can sell sorts of crazy shit about the first and second show because you can only go up. And what does the first show do in first place? They don't mention the second and third place show because... Why would they? They're winning. They don't want to give anything up to the others. So that's basically the 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 strategy here uh, with these people. But we've been saying this all along, and I've got it. I've got the fucking piece of paper that hangs in the, the goddamn window over at Fox that says. Thank you for providing Fox with your vaccination information. You are no longer required to complete your daily screening through Work Care Work Matters. However, please continue to monitor your health and stay home if you experience any symptoms. Please keep this email and image stored in a safe place where you'll be able to access blah 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 blah. This is this is hanging up at Fox News. It's a sign for people who are vaccinated, which all of them are. I mean most Oh yeah, of them they are. are. All the on-air talent is vaccinated. It's it's just amazing to me. Like he could go on these rants about we gotta get vaccinated. All of a sudden, Fauci, Fauci, no Fauci, ouchies, and all this shit. And then all of a sudden, he expects everybody to be like, "Oh, bravo, Sean, for finally saying, oh, you, you're for the vaccine." No, it's been, you know, well, yeah, we're glad that you're on the vaccine and science's side now. Fine. I don't care what made you turn that corner, but you did. Great. But for the last six, seven months, it's been, you don't have to get it. Don't, you know, choose not to get it. It's been, and I, I can't pull up, you know, I'm not going to go searching up, but I'll, he's been hit, all Fox News has been anti this vaccine for some reason. Or telling people that you don't have to get it. It's That's the difference. It's not anti-vax, but it certainly isn't presenting the numbers in a way that is that basically what everybody universally agrees on is happening now i know people are going to throw veers in my face and all, you know, all the side effects and i know i understand that 
I'm not talking about that. You you do whatever you want to do, get the vaccine or not. This conversation right now is not about that. It's about the direction that this network has chosen, which is undeniable. It doesn't even matter what the direction is. They were going this way, and then all of a sudden they're going this way, and why? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, And again, he can probably say we've been saying this, and I'm sure he has said it. I- I'm sure he said it. Uh, if we looked hard enough, I'm sure we can find him saying, yeah, get the vaccine. It's good. Because he's a Trump guy, too, and Trump says get the vaccine. So I understand his take on it. But his network, of which he does not have control over, he doesn't have control over what Tucker said. I mean, I'm sure he could probably pull the guy aside and tell him what's what, you know, talk to his staff. Because, again, Hannity is the guy there still. I believe still. I think he's still bigger than Tucker. I don't know if he's bigger than Tucker. It could be, but I, I don't know the numbers. Well, he's on at nine, right? I mean, Tucker's on at 10. I'm not 100% on, on that. I, I, you'd be surprised how little I watch Sean Hannity and, and Tucker Carlson. Anyway, I don't, think you, I don't think you would be surprised. Hannity's the guy. I mean, you know, even if they've slid in the ratings a little bit around Hannity, that network is Hannity, Tucker, and and Laura's a, a distance as far as the opinion shows go. And, Brett and Baer only, and some of the other ones are obviously big, big. And not big only the vaccine, but when masks were required everywhere, that was a big issue. On Fox News, made that a big issue. You don't have to tell me where to wear a mask. I'm not, I'm wearing, oh, now we have to wear two masks. Or why don't they get their story? It's like, just fucking wear the mask, you giant jackass. I mean, why can't we all get on the same page and knock this shit out? It's not that hard of a thing to, to just it's do this you, you and get it a, over with. You bring up a good point because with the masks and the vaccine, they were really appealing to their base. They knew yeah. their base didn't like this, and so they were kind of spoon-feeding them what they want. Like, like I said, everybody knows it's your choice whether or not to get the vaccine, and they loved hammering that home, and it seemed unnecessary. It seemed like they were spoon-feeding their base. What I do find interesting, though, is they, they, yeah, go ahead. they reported the election results accurately. They beat CNN in a couple of states on reporting joe biden the winner they didn't stray they did not really worry about their base during the election now Mm -hmm. days after the election they definitely went right back to kind of let's do what the base wants to do here let's talk about you know which by the way reporting about irregularities and and recount there's nothing wrong with that but they report what's going on that's it yeah they definitely lean back into that side but i will give them credit they they get more credit from me than CNN or MSNBC because they have done things true to journalism versus let's just play to our base, you know, in the last six months to, you know, with the whole election thing and, and, and everything else. And they've stayed on top. They haven't really lost ground. And unlike CNN and MSNBC, they have two new competitors that have shown that they have zero morality on trying to take them down, you know, and yeah. they, they've well, not folded to that. So I will my, give them credit. In my opinion, the correct way to go about being a news organization and presenting this vaccine is, yes, you have the right to get vaccinated or not, but we recommend that you get vaccinated because it helps fight against COVID. You have every right not to, 
but we recommend it. Not, well, I don't know what's in it. What are we doing? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, all right. Research all, all that stuff. What's in it? Great. But once the science is in and once everybody's on the same page and we're all, look, 97% of people who are in hospitals now with COVID are unvaccinated people. 97% of COVID cases. And can are I tell you something? People. I think that might have been his turn because that number is only going to get worse. And you're going to get to the point where the people that are dying from this virus are unvaccinated and it's going to look really bad. And maybe he sees that and he's like, I got to head this off before. Head, head it off. You know how many pe thousands have died because, you know, since, you know, not uh, since the beginning of this whole, th you know, from the uh, beginning of the year till now. I mean, you could have headed it off when all the doctors and scientists says we have a vaccine. It's working. Get the shots and we'll get on the other side of this. Instead, it was, oh, wait, 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah, I understand you want to be, yes, let's research it. But when all the doctors, your research, your Sean Hannity research is not going to trump, pardon the term, uh, scientists' research. They know what they're doing way better than you know what you're doing. It was also the wrong time to pump that narrative. Like, it is true, uh, but also the facts of what are really happening is true. Yeah, I mean, 97%, that's a huge difference. 3% of people in COVID, with COVID are vaccinated, three. And by the way, like, and here, this is the saddest state of all. Like, you shouldn't be taking your opinion from cable news people, nor should no. you be from two assholes yeah. on a podcast. But no, the, the, like, everybody not. should be just consulting with their physician and making yeah. their decision. Like, that's... Totally. Our, my recommend I'm not going to speak for Anthony, but my recommendation is just based on the people that know what they're doing. You, you say you believe in science. The scientists have come up with this. And if you research it, if you look, you know, this is the research that people usually I saw a meme the other day and it, it summed it up pretty great. Scientists doing their research on COVID. You see people in labs with beakers and test tubes and shot, you know, all this stuff. You doing your research on COVID is sitting on the toilet with your phone. I mean, who right. has the better information? I, I'm not going to say, you know, that scientists are absolutely 100% infallible. No, but well, they know a lot better than we do. Here's the other scary thing. Because again, we got to go on here. This is on the Fox News side. The, am I glitching out? You're glitching out again. See? See, Frank? Yeah, whenever I'm about to, to tell whenever I'm about to drop some truth bombs. It's it's our vaccines kicking in. They they flip a switch and the government. But here's the thing, Jen Psaki, whatever the fuck her name is, the White House uh, press secretary. Who is the first guy that Trump had? What was his name? I you 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 glitching out again. Again? Who is the Trump press secretary? Trump press secretary. The Dancing with the Stars guy? Yeah. Spicer. Oh, Spicer, yeah. We gotta get Spicy back in the mix. That uh, fucking Spicy was the best. He was there was nobody better. I like Scaramucci. Oh, Scaramucci was good. What was he in there for like four and a half days? He was the the mooch. By the way, totally uh right uh left leaning now. Completely left. One of the yeah. Jumped ship from Trump. He was with them for like two weeks or so. And now is like Trump's out of his mind. 
he's he's lost it. He's he definitely lost the election, and he's you know get the vaccine, all this stuff. He's very very left now. Anyway, what I was going to say was the new press secretary said the other day that the White House is working with Facebook to squash false information on the internet. That's good. It's a, it's a nice sentiment, but it's a little scary in that the way I forgot what how, what she said exactly, but it was basically like Facebook wasn't even involved anymore, that they were sending things to the White House to get the okay or not. Uh, that's, I don't know. That's kind of weird. That's not good. Because again, you this is it's such an interesting time. You don't want the government having a lot of control over free speech. You want free speech, but at the same time, we've never had more crazies running around just spouting absolute false bullshit. It's unreal. I mean, because the pro the big problem is that everyone, no matter what you're saying, has a voice in in social media. Right. Everyone can be heard. And even the crazies, even the ones that tell you that uh, the you know the world is flat, or or there's you know. And let me tell you something. There's some fucking crazies out there that are hanging cookie shit. cutters off of their coat racks. I mean, exactly. just nuts, nut jobs, insane people. You know, they believe that some people that believe that the cookie cutters block the waves that control the virus that is in your body already. So like, they can't control you. But Frank, this is especially scary because. And I didn't even realize this was happening as much as it was. They were they were squashing everybody that said that the thing that the virus came from the the lab, like killing that information like it was completely false. And again, I maintain we're we're not even two three years away from figuring this all out yet. I mean, things still need to be studied. It, it's a there's a lot to this is like trying to solve murder in the in the first twenty minutes. Like it's we're it's too early it's just too so, early so it's too early to, to go out there i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just saying it's too early to go out there and say it definitely came from this spot agreed and by the way this is a non-point like this is it doesn't really matter right now in the grand right. scheme of things for tomorrow it doesn't really matter where this came from it matters eventually we need to figure it out of course but the, the, the vaccine stuff, all that other stuff is a little bit more pertinent in the day to day. Why were they squashing those rumors so hard that there's something not just right rumors. with that? Now, there's something not right with them saying this is false. Like, how, no, we don't know yet. Like, it's too early to make that call because and to go people, out there with well, was, social media and be like, hey, make sure you're killing this story and well, not getting it around. Were they squashing? story like news story saying it with like or was it just like joe schmo was on there saying ah, i definitely came from this place news stories online like it would just get killed it would get flagged it would just it, and i don't know why and, and it took a while for it to all come out and and for me to even really realize like why was this even a big issue it doesn't even make sense so they think it came from this it doesn't really matter right now it doesn't you and me it doesn't but you know, maybe it was a, a whole part of the whole uh, whole stop Asian hate thing. Maybe it was trying to maybe take a little pressure off of that. Dude, even for that, it's it's I mean, you could stop. You could have stopped that without having this yeah. matter.
I know. I, I just it's it's hard. And to... that's what's so scary about the left. What you just said, because they were so worried about that, that they're going out. If you give some which is a noble cause, by the way, we all want to stop that from happening. But if you give them the OK to do that, they will take that and they and Lord knows what they'll use that leeway no, for next I time get, around. I get it. I totally understand. And it's it's it is scary. It's weird that uh, that that was policed like that. I don't understand it fully. Don't know the full story on that, but it's just it's very strange that they would block news. You know, if it's a news story, it's a news story. But if it's, you know, some guy with no, you know, if it's you or me going, this is where it came from yeah. with no evidence, you know, then do they do they have the right to say that you're lying or not? It seems it seems wildly unnecessary to control that story. Wildly unnecessary. I know it's it's unbelievable. Like, but what stories are necessary to control? Where's the line? Look, you know, when they were talking about how the virus was, the things that we need to know now: masks, how it spread, you know, uh, vaccinations. Like this, that there is a lot of misinformation out there. You know, that's that's going on. A lot of misinformation with everything. It doesn't matter what the right. story is. Right. You know, those things, again, for day to day, because, you know, and to Frank's point, he's very dramatic about it with Fox News, but there's some truth behind it, because I've been seeing the stories lately. You have these people that were like, I didn't take the vaccine, and now my daughter's in uh, the ICU, or my sister's in, you know, is in the ICU. We've seen people that have been anti-vax that have died from this and and it is it's tragic and it and you've got to think that if you're a fox news person you've got to feel a little bad about it now they could have been saying you should get the vaccine if you want to and then pumping this right. other narrative it, but it's like if you give that you know four percent and 96 percent is this it's that's going to affect people and again you might say, well, they can't be responsible for how people interpret their shit. Okay, but you've got to feel a little. Uh, you've got to. You've got to examine like, what you've been saying. I got it right. You know, I, I think I was. Uh, my wife was telling me about us. Um, I think it was my my wife telling me about a story she heard that a nurse was helping someone with COVID who was getting ready to put on a, to be put on a respirator. And the one of the last things they said was, "I wish I got vaccinated." Yeah, not not. I don't know. I don't know how that person. I don't think it was the you know last thing before they were uh, put on the respirator. I'm sure. I, I don't know if they're okay right now. I don't know. You know who this person is, but it was a story that my wife told me. I think it was someone she knew or some story she heard. It could. I'm just saying this stuff out there. Well, vaccine. The vaccine has been helping. It's not. Let me tell you a personal this story. evil conspiracy thing that's ridiculous. Let me tell you a personal story. My aunt, who's got some money, Republican, right? A little money in the bank, lots of money in the bank, Republican. She was one of these, I'm not getting vaccinated people. She got COVID, okay? She got put into the hospital. And the doctor said, you know, think she'll be okay. I don't know. We'll see. And I kind of had that conversation with her. Like, you should have gotten this thing. And I remember when she's like, I think I'm she's like, I don't feel great, but I think I could pass it. I remember just before I put the pillow over her face, it's like, no, you should have known 
better and also shouldn't have told me that I was in the will going to get a bunch of money. It's like I got investments right now that are going south that need hey, listen, a little cash. It's vision. her fault for making you the beneficiary. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And she technically died of COVID. That's, the, you know. It's all paperwork. That's all. That's all they yeah. care about. I get it. Don't and... judge me for just. I didn't want to see her suffer through it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. I, hear you. I, you, I feel like you're giving me a weird look now. No, I'm just uh, worried about, you know, when I'm, if uh, one day I'm in the hospital, you're not, I don't think I'm putting you in my will anymore. I, as soon as I walk into a hospital room, no matter what's going on in there, I just pull all the plugs out immediately. I just go, let's not waste time. You got to charge just... your phone. <laughs> you're a heartless bastard. What's wrong with you? I don't know. How could you make such a distasteful joke, Frank? I'm sorry. I offend all people who are, who are like plugs. All right. I don't know. On this case, uh, Fauci and oh, uh, more. God, I can't Paul, handle it. They, well, they I went can't at it. Let's, handle let's it. Go through it quickly. All right. They went at it. The two of them were at each other's throats, and uh, it was a sight to see. We have audio. Yeah, this is not the full thing, but this is a good enough clip of it. So uh, let me see here. Uh, I think this is it. Privacy, Dr. Oh, Patient why is it? Well, that's Hannity. Fucking Hannity won't leave me alone. I've said this before on the podcast, but I, I almost went to work for Laura Ingram at one point. Really? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Doing what? There was a time in this in this country where Laura Ingram... I, I literally was trying to get away from politics. It was like politics don't work anymore. That would have been nice. She, she wants to be more everyday humor, variety, like that kind of shit. And she found out she wasn't funny. Thank God I didn't take that job. Yeah. Thank God. But it was a producer role, and it was like... um Hey, maybe you could have uh, took control of some stories. Could you imagine? No. I wouldn't have been able to do, I can't do, and this is not an anti-Fox News thing, even on the other side. some balls. Yes, it is. I would be the one who would be going, do you fucking believe what you're saying right now? Because I can't even with you. I, I would be, I would lose my job. I couldn't do it. No, I'd be like, what the fuck? No, but yeah, either, either side. See, you know, there would be a point, no matter what, the way you'd go, what? Yeah. you just say that? I'd be like, you know that's about? not the full truth. Like, what are you fucking even doing right now? My favorite is when they do, like, those weather stories, and there's, like, a flood, and, like, they're knee-deep in it, and or, like, up to their waist, and then someone walks behind them. <laughs> like, like, they're ankle-deep behind them. That's fun shit. Well, that happens a lot with like your local news and everything else where they just try and make it look far worse than it is because they yeah. need that thunderstorm to bring in them ratings. Damn right. All right, here's Fauci and uh, Rand Paul's exchange. There you go, Frankie C. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Uh, Senator Smith. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Oh, this was the afterwards. God yeah, that, that was the last line of that. I want to get the part where Rand Paul says all his crazy shit. Not to say that Rand Paul is wrong. See, this is where I think you and I disagree, Frank. I don't know who's telling the truth here. Oh, okay, wait. Maybe this is it. 
Well, anyway, Rand Paul is accusing him of funding gain-of-function research, and here's my thing with this whole thing. It's like, you know, this needs to be investigated. I like Fauci. I think he's done a, 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 a nice job. I think faced with what he had and, and everything else, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. You're not always going to be wrong. He had a bunch of missteps. I don't love it. You know, I don't love the whole friggin' thing. Missteps. I mean, I love how people like right in the beginning of COVID, it was mass. He said no mass. Then he said, mass. yeah, because it was the beginning. We didn't know what the hell this was yet. You know, and he, they were just figuring it out. So, I mean, you got to once they decide stuff, then it's that's what it is. All right, here you go. You do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper... By the way, I'm playing this and I'm stopping it because I don't want to get a flag from, from Facebook or YouTube. But what I find interesting is you only get their heated exchange in most outlets. Nobody's really playing his comments much. His I'm just saying... Who? Uh, Rand, Rand, Rand Paul. Paul, thanks for making me clarify. You're right. Like nobody's playing what Rand Paul is saying, and it's kind of important to let him say what he's yeah. got to say. Let's hear the response. She took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals, but not humans, to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as... Bright guy, by the way. What? His name is E. Bright. I'm just... Uh. Little, little 
That's terrible. That's very little. The Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? He didn't put the mic on. Senator Paul, not I have never move. lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. What was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for 4 million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It didn't I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let finish. me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists, those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying. Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying 
that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent and that. Have and if anybody and is lying here, Senator, it is you. So do you, you want me to break? Uh, let me break down if somebody wasn't following 100%. What Rand Paul is saying is there, there was viruses there that were gain of function. And what Fauci's defense is, is there's no connection between those and what we now know as COVID-19. He said, that's why he's saying they're molecularly impossible. And then Rand Paul responses, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're the same, but I'm saying that this, this, this type of experimentation was going on at that lab and you were funding that lab. So if, yeah. they're both sort of expanding on the truth a little bit to make their own points, which leads me to just honestly say this continually, this continues to be, needs to be looked at to yeah, find out because you hear Rand Paul say it could be. So Rand Paul doesn't have the evidence that he needs to, to say that. And Fauci is, is kind of dancing around the point. He's basically saying, well, that the viruses you're talking about that are in that report that he held up, that Rand Paul held up is not molecularly the same. Okay. Well, that may be true, but you're going around saying that this type of behavior wasn't happening at this lab when that basically that paper is saying it was. Now, there was supposed to be a pause, I guess, when they figured out that this was going on in this lab, right? Mm. And I don't know if that really happened. I don't know. This is the first be I'm hearing of, uh, because most here's, of this. So. I know. Right? That's why we have a podcast, Frank, that because a lot funny. of people only hear the one side of it. So but here's the other interesting thing about it. And this is not a defense of Fauci, although it may sound like it. If I give a, a, a lab money to do an experiment and they're not doing what they said they would do, how liable am I? I mean, that's a good question. That's a tough spot. Are you there to oversee or just fund them? Here's the other part of it. The people right now, preliminarily, that are responsible for investigating this and saying that it wasn't gain function are the very people who make their living off of giving labs like this one money and for fear that they don't want funding to stop completely could it be that they are bending the truth and this is what is behind helping stop this story from getting out because those aren't the people that should be investigating this sort of thing they're too close to it yeah no i agree with that totally i mean that's separate anybody involved in whatever was going on should not be investigating what was going on that's common sense. But um, yeah, I, I, have I don't to, know why. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm, I'm heated. I yeah. don't know why us having the ability to have an open conversation about this has become such taboo. And I don't know why these two were sparring like this when, again, we neither of them know exactly what happened with this particular strain of virus. You yeah, know? I mean, it, it's. It definitely has to be all, all investigated. I get that. Um, I think Rand Paul is not. Here's what pisses me off about Rand Paul. He's not wrong when he says you could be responsible for funding this. And when we find out who funded, who is responsible for this, there's going to be consequences. That's not wrong. Framing it to make it look like 
column A is definitely column B. Although I, I feel like he's probably right. It's probably going to come out in the wash that he's right. It's still a leap. You know it what I'm is. saying? I mean, it's it, it's hard to. I, I don't know. I don't know these facts. I have to read a lot more about this. But all I know is what you played me. Uh, is is the back and forth conversation? So I'd have to look all this stuff up. But can you agree that you're wowed a little bit? You didn't think I'm it was this? No, I didn't know what it was about. And this is I, to be honest, the first time I've ever heard game of gain of function. No, we talked about gain of function before on the podcast. No, you just don't listening. listen to this show. I don't know. First time I've heard them, people. You know th this topic come up in uh, uh, in these kind of uh, hearings. I've yeah. never. You know, I know what it means, but I don't. I didn't know. You know, that this again, would be, you know. I don't know why this is so taboo. It doesn't mean you should go out and slap an Asian person. I, I mean, it, I don't know. Why is it taboo? What do you mean? It, it, people like there. There was definite. Let's put a hush on this. Efforts made, you know, by media and government. When you know, it seems basically very unnecessary because I don't, I feel the way I feel as if the government feels that if they gave money to this lab, it's going to look really, really bad for them. Now, I don't think it's great, but on the same token, we fund a lot of things to just try and figure up. out what it is. And if this was a legitimate mistake, fuck up, but it wasn't though. Got out. Because if they found out and there was supposed to be a pause and then they just kept giving money to this thing. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, that is very wrong. Yeah. But no, I'm saying if the if the release of this virus was a mistake, it's like it's not like they released it on purpose. So it depends on what which terrible action we're talking about. Yeah. And here's the other thing, too. We know the Chinese and the Russians put false shit out on our, you know, to us all the time. If it was all their fault and this lab was doing this or doing what they weren't supposed to be doing with our money, this is exactly the story they would want to float out. They'd be like, hey, it wasn't all our fault. You guys were giving us the money for it. That's true. I mean, we have to see. I mean, we I don't I, know. We got to see. Fauci really wasn't given. He, he was given literally five seconds to say something and then he was cut off again. He didn't really get to answer that much. You know, all he said, you know, they give him time to talk, give him three minutes to talk. But he we'll had plenty answer. of time. And I thought that I thought I that he had that much time. Rand Paul bringing up the fact that it could be. And I'm not saying that one has to do with the other molecularly. He didn't really respond to that, Fauci, which didn't give me the best feeling in the world. Made me feel a little uneasy yeah, about him. You got to let Fauci talk. And if he's wrong, he'll. It'll come out. Let him talk about it. Every time Fauci started, someone, Rand Paul, would cut him off and say, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Get, let Fauci get on, uh, you know, get some sentences out, and then we'll get to the bottom of something. I, I agree with you because because Paul should have said, Dr. Fauci, I agree with you. One molecularly doesn't have to do with the other. But how do you answer that they were doing this, there was supposed to be a pause, there wasn't, and now there's a massive outbreak that caused the pandemic just a few years down the road from this lab that supposedly wasn't doing this. Right. So why? Yeah, yeah he That's didn't get. Tough. He didn't get to the answer. He didn't answer it. And by the way, I, and I, I'm glad you said that because I bring this up for multiple reasons, multiple multitude of reasons. Why isn't anybody else talking about this? Why isn't this the lead story 
Because every... it just happened today. It's everywhere, right? No, now. this happened. This happened yesterday. All right, yesterday. The day before. Like, why? Why aren't we getting to the bottom of that man's question? And instead, Rand Paul is treated like a radical, right, crazy person. I don't think that is necessarily a bad question. By the way, normally is, I, I want to say time. this too. I don't think it's fair to be like, you did this. I feel like that man should be treated a little bit better than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he, even if it comes at, like it's innocent till proven guilty, you can have your suspicions. You can have your sources. You can have that gut feeling that this man is the man. Well, then keep on it because you'll prove that it is. The, the, I feel like it always the truth rises to the top. But for now, these are these are kind of crazy soundbite grabbing accusations that. And that's what it, it comes down to. It, it becomes shouting matches because they, you know, Rand Paul who, or whoever wants to get wants to be the guy who got him, you know, and it's not going to, yeah. you know, it's so frustrating. It just devolves into that. It should just be here are my questions. Here are the answers. And it shouldn't be, you know, your time's up. It should be when it's answered, then your time's up. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I hate to do this, Frank, because we tease something and I think we're going to skip this. it. The sex in the city thing. Oh, no, please. Let's talk about sex in the city. I think we'll push it for it. I was kind of hoping that Jay Savs would jump in. She, by the way, she didn't like flat leave us. She said, this is a rough night. She's got the two kids, you know, right. she's doing the whole mom thing. It's harder for her it than happens. it is for us um, to do this yeah, show. Yeah. But um, somebody asked me like, is Janine, uh, so people act like we, you know, it's like, is Janine, like Janine tries to make every single show, you know, we're going to get to up, a point where to we, her. Yeah. we're going to have her on the start of every single show. It's just hard because, you know, she's got she's raising two children, three if you count her husband, yeah, she's got a life five if you count the two of us, you know, right. so. So, yeah, she's got to do take care of what you got to take care of. That's it. Yeah. By the way, what broke my heart about the last show getting cut off was I told the story about hanging out with me. I hung out with her dad and it was a big it was a big. Oh, right. Huge reveal. That was huge. That was a big story. Gone forever. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, I teased the Sex in the City thing. I think we'll save it for the next time we have J-Sabs on. Because that that's, that's her alley. Yeah, make sure I'm not here for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that on show that you're not here. Yeah. Uh, which might actually be next show. Could be. Right-wingers right -wingers rejoice. Uh, Dolly Parton, she said that she was going to pose in Playboy when she's Bam. 75. She didn't pose in Playboy because they don't actually put Playboy out anymore. I don't know if they really wanted her. Um, but look at her. She looks fucking dynamite at 75. She's 75, wearing a little baby. Playboy bunny outfit. There she is in all her glory. Look at those huge cans. Jesus. Yeah, they are. Uh, they've not gotten smaller. I'll tell you that much. And here's the thing. Uh, obviously, I know she's had a ton of work, but sure. A lot of people at that age have a ton of work and still don't look that good. No, she looks so phenomenal. It's either genetics plus the work or her work is far better than everybody else's. She looks uh, 75, man. She's she looks dynamite. She looks dynamite. She dressed up for her husband who you'll see that, by the way, she's holding up this, the picture of her in Playboy years ago and now. And it's like she looks just as good. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, this last steel magnolia is right there. This last shot, Frank, she like she's like showing off the bod and the outfit to her husband who's sitting in a chair. Look at him. He just Bam. I don't even know if he's alive. He might be. Dead. I don't think he's I think that's a, a head on a stick. 
that's that's a that's a head of cabbage right there good for her my goal in life is to be 75 and still uh nailing my wife that's all i want to do that's that's my goal in life if you're old and still banging it out good for you is there anything better i feel like that's the goal you go that through the, the war and you're still you know have some sex get a steak it's fucking live it up you gotta go with the old uh you ever see um city slickers yeah everybody has the meaning of life it's, it's just one thing you got to figure that out for yourself. And if you are one thing is still banging at 75, then you got to hit that goal. And that's your, that's your meaning of life. That's your one thing. That's it right there, brother. Sex and steak at 75. That's it's not a bad thing to have. I don't think so. Look at you bringing up curly, uh, curlyisms. Such a good movie. Great movie. Ah, uh, it's classic city slickers. You kidding? We should, we might need another city slickers. That would be cool. Did you ever, did you ever see, Billy Crystal and Daniel Stern did a spoof, or like a City Slickers kind of kind of type of thing, with um, what's that show? Uh, I think it's like Showtime or Cinemax or some crap that like, they have like this the, the Western robots kind of thing. No, you don't know that show. It, it's gonna kill me. But they did like a college humor kind of. A spoof. It's like a 10-minute video of them as their characters from City Slickers, but they're like these robots that were in the in this show. What the hell was that show? Western Robots <laughs> show. Show with Western robots. Westworld. Oh, uh, Westworld. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So, they were Billy Crystal was on Westworld. No, he did a 10-minute like. Oh, spoof video, yeah, spoof. He, he and Daniel Stern, as their characters, Phil and Mitch, and it's hysterical. It's good. You got you to watch it. It's really good. It's them, but they're you know in the show in Westworld. The characters I don't have never seen the show, but apparently the characters it's like a Western world created, and all the people the characters are like most of them are robots. It's like a, it's like an amusement park intended for rich vacationers, but like. The Western people are all robots, and they're part of it, and it's it's pretty funny. I'll have to check that out. I like it. Do, do was there a storyline reason why Bruno Kirby wasn't in the second one? Not storyline. Oh, the story. No, they just had, did, never still, mentioned him again. He was still alive, though. Right, but I yeah. think the behind-the-scenes stuff was that he there was a money dispute of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. So they just he wasn't in the John Lovitz. I thought was good though. I thought that was one of John Lovitz's best roles. He was great. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah crazy sure. asshole brother. Oh, my God. He was the, the whole Godfather stuff that he kept quoting the Godfather. Yeah. Ran molasses to Canada. Made a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was one of those movies that actually amplified the Godfather a little bit. Because by the time that came out, the Godfather was already 20-something years old. Yeah, it was the years. 90s. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought it was great. The three of them were great. We need a City Slickers 3, don't you think? Don't you want to see where they are now? I would love it. What are they? You know, they, I'm sure they could do that stuff now. That would be awesome. They're all around. Uh, well, not Bruno Kirby, but um, what's, it, what's it called? John Lovitz, Daniel Stern, and Billy Crystal. Are yeah. Around. They're all, yeah, exactly. They could do it. Bring back the Ben and Jerry's guys. Yes. 
you know, they could, they could tie in Bruno Kirby's death. Like he left some, you know, he left something in the thing and. Well, they got to go out. They want to bury his ashes. Maybe that's the story. They want to yeah. spread his ashes in the, along the trail somewhere or something. Do something. Um, last topic of the night. My thoughts are controlling the world. Your thoughts control the world. Here, I want to know this. I want to know from people in the comments. Please comment on this. I want to hear your thoughts your stories. I can't wait to hear what the hell this is about. This happened to me twice today. Okay. Yesterday, the day before, I thought about a song. Song got stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Today, a friend of mine mentioned that artist to me. That's it's a random that. song. It was very odd. Yesterday. What was the song and the artist? Does it even matter? It, it's yeah, because if it's the Beatles, then it's gonna no. be like yeah, that's. I'll say it. You don't even know who it is, Jamie Collum. Oh, of course. You don't know who Jamie Collum is. No. He's this indie piano player. Nobody would even know it. Swear to God, guy goes Jamie Collum to me, and I'm as somebody just, who doesn't really. Said it to you, just not even. No, hello. we were talking about. Okay. I can't. I don't want to say too much, but Jamie it, Collum. It was basically very organic. Here's the other thing. I'm thinking about a guy that I used to, he worked for another company, I worked for a company, we did some things together, nothing major. But I had a thought, I'm like, oh, I wonder how he's doing, I should reach out to him. Texts me 25 minutes before this show, offering me something, like, like hey. And when's the last time you talked to him? Year and a half, two years. No, like just if just somebody in passing, you know, I, hey, we used to do this. Thing. We, we did a project together. It was no big deal. He it wasn't even like I did a project with him. My company did a project with somebody that he was helping do a pro. Like it was so random. He's a nice dude. Very nice. I just happened to have a thought of like, I wonder if we could do something now and blah, blah, blah. Just like that. He he writes me and is like, I have this thing and I think you would be great for it. Is that not fucking bizarre that is bizarre and you know it i like to think i'll get a little weird on you but i like to think there's more to our senses than we realize you know like we have like you know how you can tell if someone's looking at you you're not even looking in that direction but you all of a sudden get the feeling that someone's looking at you and you turn and they're yeah that girl right that you. was at jay sab's party that got exactly. in all that trouble I feel like that's an extra sense that we don't have a name for that, but it's just like a weird, I'm sure there is a name for it, but this yeah. is just a weird perception. Like know? a sixth sense. Yes, I yeah. agree. So, so there's some other stuff happening that we are not fully aware of yet. So I feel like it could be along the lines of, oh, you thought of this guy and something happened in his head too, you know. That's weird. Isn't that weird? Like some telepathic communication, which by the yeah, way, maybe, but I don't know if it's telepathic or not, or if it's some other weird thing, but everybody says that's how aliens talk to each other. That's why they don't really have huge mouths or noses. Sometimes they have no nose, right? They think it's, and, and that's why the, always their brain is this huge thing because they feel like they're, and there's also the theory that aliens are not foreign, you know, beings, aliens which are is us, us in evolved. the future coming back, right? I like okay. to think that, and it's just us, yeah. Be because, by the way, I, I love deja vu. I have whenever I have deja vu, I like revel in it. I'm like, this is I love when That's that fun. happens to me. It's fun. 
this is not that this is not like were we here before did i have this conversation i literally thought about this guy like two three days ago he messaged me today out of the blue random i mean that's insane that is weird and then the song thing and then i feel like there was one other thing that i'm forgetting right now at the moment but it was like that's strange and i'm sure that's never happened to you oh i'm yeah absolutely you think of something and then i've I'm trying to think of what it's the like, hell it was. Or, or it's like when somebody points out like a car to you, like, "Oh, did you see this new car?" And you're like, "No." And then all of a sudden, all you can see is that that car. Well, that's that week. different. That's different because they put the thought in your head. It's a little uh, different. The the, the, sh- the 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 car was probably always around, and you just start noticing it because it's in your head now. Yeah. But I feel like the same thing kind of happened. Me and my wife, we get into like where I mentioned a song or something. We get into. I feel like this happened recently too, and I can't remember the song. We get into the car, turn the radio on, and boom, that's the song. I go, and I had to stop her from, from saying something. I'm like, oh, honey, look, look. And yeah. the song is playing. And I'm like, it's a little weird. And again, like you said, when it's the Beatles, not weird. But when it's something that's a little something bit more obscure, obscure yeah. it's, you're like, it's weird. F- it's, sometimes stuff like that happens, and it, it just makes life a lot, that, more, that much more interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, it really it's does. fun stuff when that happens. I'll tell you what, it is weirding me out because those are two instances where they would never, ever really happen, and they've just happened. Well, people, people, I feel like that's not an uncommon thing where someone, oh, I was just thinking about you, and then they, you know, they contact you. Yeah, because I've heard people say that before, but it has yeah, that's a common thing. never happened to me, ever, and never two things exactly like that so close together. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely strange, but... I think there's some, you know, next level stuff that we're just not fully aware of yet that it happens, you know, like, um, you know, you, you get a feeling about something and then it turns out you were right. You know, like, yeah. you get a feeling like I'm not going to do that tomorrow and then you cancel it and then something happens or so whatever. Somebody I know when they were younger, I was like seven, eight, nine, I don't even remember. Basically, you know, I used to summer in uh, Jersey. My grandmother had a house there. Her neighbor, had a, the, they had a little kid my age. He had one of his friends over from, from school. And as the story, the story always stuck in my head. As the story goes, he was hanging out next door to me. And his mom was going to come pick him up after, you know, whatever, the, the fucking work or whatever she was doing. You know, summertime, they were watching the kid. And he said to them, because she was late, she was, she was supposed to come at 6, 7.30, she's not there. And he said, like, I wonder if she got into a car accident. She did. She got into a car accident and she died. Never made it to pick him up. That's eerie. But yeah. at the same time, she's an hour and a half late. You would assume something is going wrong. Yeah, that's kind of true. But- There's some things that could kind of point you in that direction. Right. This stuff, I feel like, is even more mind-blowing than that it's weird i mean a lot of people will go coincidence but really specific coincidences are you know that then they freak you out well here's another one too this is different but uh, you remember in the sopranos minor spoiler alert here in the sopranos bobby bacala's wife dies in a car wreck and he's stuck in the traffic for that car wreck there was a story that came out just like two or three days ago of the same exact thing. A, a woman died and her family was caught in the traffic of the accident, drove right past her, didn't even know. 
isn't that a little weird? Like that's a little weird too. Where it's like somebody wrote this. Yeah, I mean that. Then, yeah, I mean of all the traffic accidents, you got to and you live in that, that probably area. Happens. That probably yeah. happens. That probably happens. You know, that's it's terrible. Of course, any kind of tragic accident like that is terrible, and to not even know at that point, it's yeah, it's all it's all bad. It's all bad. But I got to imagine it happens more than it's reported. It's just terrible. Was it you or was it Janine that said they had a good like ghost experience? Janine's been teasing this ghost experience for like months now. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna get fed up. I got a couple of good ones, but I don't know if you want to get into them now or wait for Janine. No, let's save the ghost stories. All right, we're getting close to Halloween. That'd be nice. We could do, we could do them then. Or true to our style, we could do it Friday. That's also true. <laughs> we could we could do whatever we want. <laughs> we we have no rules, responsibility, or values. Right. All right. We'll leave it there. Um, anything else there, Frankie C? Good on my end. You're just excited we didn't do the uh, Sex, Sex in the, the city. city thing. Yeah. No, because I, you know how I love giving my opinion, so that's fine. And everybody right. in the comments, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Just relax. We're all just two people talking here. Keep commenters and buy a long pumped only shirt. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're saying. That's basically all our goal is. We will catch you on the next episode. AnthonyOnAir.com has links to the merch and everything else. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Everybody in the audience, think of something, and let's see if it happens. Oh God! Think of what? Oh, let's say something random. Should we just say something random? Like, uh, uh, let me see. let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, I'm gonna say. No, I got nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything I say, I'm trying to think of something, and it's all like bad stuff. Like. This yeah. is going to happen. I'm like, you oh, went on a super long streak of great endings, and in the last three episodes, I feel they're all... <laughs> Thank God the last one didn't air. <laughs> last one, we, I got out of that last one. <laughs> all, right. all right. That is it for us.